Doe my lang, san bonani. Hello, hi, goeie dag, goeie middag, hoe gaan dit? Hi everyone, I'm Lulu. Welcome back to Luluology. So we're back like um, oh, um, yeah. On this episode of Luluology, I'm back, I'm alone. Um, it's been a while since y'all just had like a me Luluology episode. Um, so we're back, we're... We're in this bitch. Um, and yeah. So, first thing I'm going to start off by saying, I know y'all were like getting consistent episodes and then I stopped. Well, my recording device died. <laughs> I couldn't record. I couldn't record. But now we're back um, with a new shiny recording device. And I'm so happy to do the things, you know, to be back. Um... So I hope y'all are as keen as I am. I know the block is hot. So some of y'all are going to play this in the shower. Some of y'all are not going to play this at all. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to be back. I, I haven't gone that long, but I, I really did miss recording. Um, and yeah, as y'all have read, we are going to be talking about breakups, breaking up. You know, um, people change, feelings change. Never thought the circumstances would have changed you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this is actually, I'm actually really nervous. This one is like, um, yeah, it's different talking about something, um, like this. So I hope it goes well. Um, so yeah, welcome to Luluology episode four, navigating, episode four, season three, navigating my first breakup and romantic heartbreak Luluology. yeah okay. on a sunday evening okay so um most people who know me um on a personal level or have even seen or saw my instagram what my instagram used to look like or we're on my Twitter. Obviously, know that I have had a partner for a while. Um, everyone knows this person. Well, not everyone, but most people know this person. But I'm just going to say B. Uh, B goes by he, them pronouns. So I'm going to be, obviously, I said, um, going in between the two uh, during the recording. Um, don't be weird. Where you are sitting at home. At home. Don't be weird. Alright. Um, so yeah, so let's start from the top. Uh B and I started dating in September of 2019. We actually only properly started dating in um October. Uh October 3rd of 2019. Um and yeah, uh we were both 18 at the time. Um and we've been together since, um, up until um, January of 2022 wow oh my goodness that sounds like a long fucking time because it is it is it is a long time so um we actually entered adulthood together um we went from our 18s into our 20s together um and we very very swiftly um entered like you know our 20s early 20s um 
together um so we 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 did a lot of our own growing up together um i want to preface this by saying that um we um he's the most amazing person i've ever met um they've treated me with nothing but love respect care um compassion empathy um all those things um throughout our relationship and i would like to think that i was a pretty okay girlfriend too um but they were an amazing partner um and our relationship was really something that was you know i'm happy to say that my first relationship was a relationship where you know we were we were respectful of each other we respected each other we cared for each other we 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 still do obviously we're still great friends right now but we respect each other we cared for each other we we treated each other the best way we knew how to obviously you know um, going from 18 into, you know, your 20s, you're realizing now that uh, things are a little bit different than you thought they were when you were a teenager, especially, you know, um, in a queer relationship, um, you know, and uh, we were both going through, you know, so many different changes, so many different changes in our lives, um, you know, um, I don't know if, if you know them, if you're following them, obviously you've seen them starting their medical transition. Um, and I, you know, I'm going through a lot of changes in terms of mental health, um, physical health, um, emotional health, everything like that. Let me say, well, we both going through changes. I'm going through changes. But yeah, we we're we're going through changes in our life um but something that remained consistent was the fact that we liked um each other you know um at the baseline as human beings so uh, at the base as human beings we really really did like each other um we really do like each other and we appreciate each other for who we were who we are and completely who we are becoming um so yeah my relationship with the has always just been as healthy as any relationship with two mentally ill queer kids can ever be um transitioning into adulthood so as i've said uh before that you know uh this person has always treated me well loved me cared for me um and i too have you know extended that sameness so um a lot of people are like oh so why did you break up um no one well <laughs> no one saw the first coming they um i think everyone saw the second one coming though um so in about june you know i'm so tired i'm so tired like all the time um so tired all the time um in about may june of 2021 we we realized that something had shifted in our relationship something had significantly shifted in our relationship um and not in a way that things had shifted before obviously things had shifted before we started long distance i was living in pretoria they were living in cape town i moved to cape town for university um and we were still pretty much long different uh long distance you know Balbol to to the southern suburbs but you know still it was um yeah it was yeah you know yeah you know, pretoria to cape town and then we obviously had um covid and we had lockdown and we uh we still have covid Ooh. 
um, we still have COVID. Um, and obviously that we had to restructure our relationship. We had to restructure our relationship three times. Um, the first time it was when we realized that it was going to be a long distance relationship for a while. Um, and then after that, we had a long distance relationship again. Um, well, long distance quotation marks, you know, from the uh, sort of from the northern suburbs to the southern suburbs, and then we had another long distance relationship uh, from Malanga to KwaZulu Natal. So we had to work around a lot of like restructuring our relationship like multiple times and finding different ways to make it work, finding different ways to keep you know our love, our love happening all while you know our own different identities and. Um, orientations and thoughts were changing within the relationship in terms of like um i was i was realizing new things about myself um, a lot of people know that i go with she they pronouns now i used to go with she her pronouns and you know i'm uh i've really been grappling with my idea of what uh, a woman is and whether or not i fit into what womanhood um seems to really call for or if i'll ever be um perceived as a woman at all and i know that that um a lot of people heard my uh, first episode, my second episode, my first real episode was anti woman, um, where I was asking myself, you know, anti woman, I'm black, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm I'm never seen as a woman by so many people, um, and now that has developed into something more into asking myself about my own identity if i if i identify as a woman if i'll ever identify as a woman if i'll ever be a woman if i'll ever be perceived as a woman if i'll ever be considered a woman you know um by more specifically black men and uh black you know men and 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 also like you know people around me like do they perceive me as a woman um and, you know, going into queer spaces and being re- and realizing that I'm not perceived as a woman most times and then being told by other people around me that I'm the most feminine, most, uh, you know, feathery womanhood, whatever thing. And yeah, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Right now we're talking about, um, you know, these changes. So um, and I was also coming into grips with my sexuality at the time. I was um, I always said that I was uh, queer. I just really didn't. Uh, I wasn't in the space to be dating. Um. I, I no longer found uh, cis heterosexual men attractive. So I was okay with dating cis men who weren't heterosexual, but just not cis heterosexual men. And then it quickly developed into the fact that I actually just really didn't want to be um, dating men at some points. And then it was, I do want to date men. And then it was, so, you know, I was really just like uh, fighting with my own sexuality orientation within the relationship. Um, and like the, the that that was very awkward um for 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 my partner at the time because they 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 were transitioning and i was just like i don't know if i actually want to date men and it was like really awkward um (laughs) we went through a lot together um but here we are now um but yeah something significantly shifted in our relationship in june of 2021 and we just didn't know what to do about it and we met and we talked and we cried and we decided that the best way to go about it was to take a break so we decided on a three-month break um and we were going to take this break and we were going to take some time apart to think um and to see like what was going on and if we 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 were going to get back together after this break. Um, The break didn't 
go as planned the breaks did not go as planned um we realized there was a lot of um codependence within our relationship um we also you know yeah things things did not go how we thought they were gonna go and at the end of the three months we um we met up again and we we never really spoke about it you know and we just continued dating um and yeah and then you know um october november december january uh four months later we came to to heads with it um that you know what our relationship is technically very much over um there's nothing left here for us there's nothing to fix um we're both no longer committed to being here in the romantic sense um and that was a hard conversation it was a hard conversation um you know i'm lucky i was able to you know you know have these breakdowns in public with my family around like everyone knew i was in a relationship um so i was able to have these breakdowns these these you know problems out loud at home i did disappear though for like two weeks to my best friend's house um but yeah um yeah it was so absolutely heart-wrenching to 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 deal with the fact that we knew our relationship was over way you know way before our relationship was actually over um and that's why you know um you know and even during the breakup phase you know we spoke about it very maturely like adults we spoke about like what did it mean what does this mean what are we going to do about it like where are we um like what does this mean for us would we like to remain friends and as i mentioned earlier you know we 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 liked each other at the baseline as human beings um but yeah by the time everyone was very very surprised very shocked when the first um time during june when um i announced to most of the people around me that vanilla and i had chosen to go on a break um okay well b and i uh decided to go on a break um and um people had this perception of our relationship that it was uh very perfect that we were meant to be that we were made for each other <laughs> um and people would say things like oh if y'all guys break up i'm never gonna believe in love again or you know like um what why did you go on a break you guys are gonna get back together it's so obvious you guys have n- never known anyone except each other and also the well-known you know like oh like how are you like come like how are you gonna move on you know so people had perceptions of our relationship perceptions that had a lot to do with desirability as well as the fact that people just thought that we were really cool together i guess i mean when you're dating from 18 um you get to know each other on on, on a level i suppose and yeah people really were weird about the possibility of us not being together more than anything else um yeah 
Um, okay, so I had to take a break uh, to go call said ex and make sure. <laughs> but we're back. Um, ah! Okay, alright. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Um, we, 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 we are still amazing friends, good friends. Um, obviously, we're still navigating what it means to be friends um like as we speak i just tried to bully them into buying me um a mcflurry and chicken nuggets uh <laughs> um but you know we're still navigating what it means to be friends um where the boundaries are where the lines are because you know we're coming from a place of knowing each other biblically um navigating this heartbreak navigating this you know the end of my relationship so i'm very very lucky where I was able to be open with my family and tell them that I was in a relationship. Um, I was in a queer relationship. I was able to communicate all these things. Um, when it was time for the breakup, uh, when I told my mom we broke up, she obviously, you know how she was, she wanted there to be a villain. Like, why did we break up? Wh- who did what? Did did one of us cheat? Why am I, you know? And I had to tell her that, no, we just realized that, you know, we just weren't in the space to offer each other what we needed anymore. And our relationship was over. Um... I don't know my mom wasn't impressed she was just like okay well you you made a choice so like i don't know why you're crying um the rest of my family i come from a family of i don't know like my aunt was like you've been dating for what two years and and and, and, and some months oh girl no i've had zits that lasted longer you know like my family was very nonchalant about it um so as much as they knew that I was going through a breakup, for them it was just like a ah, you know, we've seen worse. Um so yeah. A lot of my closer friends were like, um, they had suggested that we don't do a break, we do a breakup because breaks are not are not conductive. Um they were right. <laughs> and um this is not me saying that breaks don't work. Breaks have worked for a bunch of other couples and you know they've ended up you know coming back after the break better and you know but it just didn't work for us and from the break our relationship was technically over and um actually funny enough some guy asked me like oh when did you break up and for some reason my my mind it said last week because we finally met again here in Cape Town met up in person talked you know got closure and i don't mean closure the way y'all mean closure i mean like we actually spoke and we both realized that our relationship was already over in 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 june we should have taken that as our breakup but not our break um but yeah so navigating it i don't know what to do it feels like everything needs a set time period you know like oh, you can start talking to other people after this long, you can start doing this after this long, you can start doing this after this long, you need to get rid of this after this long. And I don't know how to navigate any of that. Um, You know, I've had a lot of different kinds of heartbreak, but the romantic heartbreak, um, I think, is lessened by the fact that, you know, we're still such amazing friends. Um, Yeah. I think the negative parts mm-hmm. of like a of a breakup um were are still very much prevalent. You know what I mean? Like 
no breakup is without pain um but at the baseline us liking each other so much as as humans has made this experience you know come with a lot of care compassion and us deciding together that this was the step that we wanted to take um also a fuck ton of people broke up in the period of time that we broke up um so (laughs) we were just like oh god damn another one thank you another one thank you because like we were watching everyone around us also going through the same thing so we had like a lot of uh, support and i've had like amazing support system from my friends um i've had amazing support systems from my top just like stretch or whatever um yeah and we're lucky enough that we had a breakup when we didn't have any um academic or you know those kind of um responsibilities because you know like i couldn't function for a whole week um but yeah you know for my first breakup and for my first relationship i can say that things were handled in some of the most mature ways i've ever seen um and i'm really blessed to have had a relationship with someone who is this amazing you know uh b b is really just an amazing human being overall and i i sincerely wish them the best um you know uh i sincerely wish them you know like uh, to find someone who will love them with the intensity care and um you know ease that they they deserve you know he's an amazing guy um me on the other hand um i i i i i still don't know where to go from here a big a big problem in our breakup was my own um obviously as the undesirable person who happened to be in a relationship with someone who was far more desirable than me there was that thought of i would never find someone who would care for me love me or see me the way b does um there was that thought that after this i will be alone forever um there was that thought that no one will ever find me desirable again after this. They, and as much as I hated that had so much power over me. The idea that I was going to be alone forever after this because I'm undesirable, unlovable, flawed, so fundamentally flawed that no one would be silly enough to risk another two years with me ever again in their lives. Um... And, you know, those are thoughts that you're, I'm still dealing with, obviously, you know, as someone who's characteristically undesirable, you know, um, through waking life. I'm still dealing with these thoughts of, like, whether or not anyone will ever want me again after this. Or if I'll ever find love. Or if, you know, yeah. Those are thoughts that still haunt me, I suppose. You know, like, no one wants to say that they're haunted by the thought of, like, how undesirable undesirability means that they fully think that they'll never be in another romantic relationship ever again. But I can't help but feel like that. Um, I can't help but have those thoughts. Um, so I'm navigating that as well. You know, um, and, you know, going, meeting up with um, B last week, that's when the final 
nail in the coffin of this is done uh really that did settle in as much as our relationship was over you know there was that security and coming back and saying this is done um there's no ever going back um that was really difficult that was that was another step above um but yeah you know we're navigating life navigating our 20s and i'm entering 21 as a single person i entered 21 as a single person um and that that in itself is a very interesting dynamic to walk into at 21 um after not being alone for so long i'm once again alone and i'm really excited to see where this journey takes me um really really keen um you know it's time to 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 think about some of the things that i've i've seen i've experienced i've thought um or didn't think or you know like you know i'm in a situation where it's like oh as i am am i divesting from dating black men am i still going to be dating black men am i divesting from dating black um am i divesting from this idea of black relationships am i going to be dating these kind of men am i going to be dating men at all am i going to be dating women am i going to not am who am i going to be dating am i still pansexual what is going on how is life figuring out and i still don't know so i'm basically on a whole new journey in my 20s um but that journey has included me being offered cocaine multiple times um, <laughs> and having to cocaine check um, any man who approaches me, um, which you can actually do by just uh, being shorter than them and looking up. Um, amazing, amazing trick that you learn living in Cape Town. Um, I'm keen to see where this goes. Scared as hell scared very very scared but super excited um we're two months into our breakup as of two days ago um what's the day today oh shit as of seven days ago actually we have officially been broken up for two months um two months in a week and I'm super excited to see where this journey takes me of being single in my early 20s after not being single throughout my teens, my late teens. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining in. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Luluology. Um, I'm Lulu. This is Luluology. And it was so nice to be with y'all. And I can't wait to see you next time actually no i'm lying uh and you know what especially as a, a black woman in uh, an undesirable black woman in cape town i feel like you know my my chances of dating people are significantly lower than ever before um coming from a small town where it was not something that was hidden that people fi- uh, figured me as undesirable and then coming here and not having to worry about whether or not i was viewed as desirable in a romantic sense was such a uh, a weight off my shoulder and now that's a weight that's back on my shoulder and it's, it's it's scary unbelievably scary 
um, you know, navigating these spaces where I used to navigate these spaces with the thought that, oh, I'm undesirable, but that's fine. And now wanting, once again, some sort of validation. Um, that's not, that's not nice. That's not nice. Wanting to be validated um, in a space where people seem to not want to validate you is is wild and also um uh i said earlier that you know divesting from black relationships and i want to make it clear that this wasn't like a an, a choice that i made like for years i figured out that black men didn't didn't find me attractive for years i figured out that black men didn't want anything to do with me and now when i'm in a space where white men are constantly approaching me and um black men and colored men and most men just don't approach me but specifically white men have been so open with telling me that they found me attractive or they they, they were interested in me and that was such a, a, a challenging thought something i had to wrestle with if, um you know like what does this mean now what does this mean will i be dating white men will i be interested in white men i don't know what the future holds but i do know that this journey is scary and i know it sounds ridiculous i mean i'm 21 i have my whole life ahead of me but coming into 21 after 18 19 and 20 was spent in a loving relationship with someone and now something being thrown to the walls that's scary uh, uh that, that's scary um but it had to be that and that's the truth of it all a lot of people always ask why did we break up um while well, i may not be able to put my finger on it it had to be that and we're gonna see we're gonna see where this journey takes me but for now for real for real for real no playsies i am lulu this is luluology thank you so much for tuning in and i can't wait to see you next week